Good evening. This is your host, Sharita Obbs. Holistic Talk. I'm back again with yet another, another, another research. Yes, that I've done. And this one is Bloodborne Transmitted Diseases. This podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes in your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. Once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or diseases, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes, to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family please 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 consult with your medical doctor first the purpose of this study is to assess whether blood-borne transmitted diseases increased and today we will be going over the asterisk and the introduction so this is part one remember that i will be giving the in-text citation along at the end i'm going to do this one podcast a little bit different from the other one that i previously did when we talked about the plant-based diet um so this one i'll be giving an in-text citation i'll be spelling the names out for you for those that are taking notes and then at the end after we complete the whole entire research I will be giving the references to the in-text citation so that you can go and look it up and study for yourself. So once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes for yourself, lifestyle change to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. The purpose of this research and study is to assess whether blood-borne transmitted diseases increased. So today we're going to do the abstract and the introduction. The abstract and the introduction, and we're also going to do the methods on today for part one. And welcome on today. Welcome, 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 welcome. There are various there are various blood-borne diseases that are transmitted by a number of ways either through transfusion, blood um, body fluids or exchange of sharing of dirty needles. These diseases are pathogens which are microscopic microorganisms that's called viruses and sometimes bacteria. CDC 2018. There are a lot of risk factors and proper protocol that needs to be followed when handling blood, testing, drawing blood, and the transport of blood from lab to research center or departments. Since there has been a fluctuation in various diseases that are related to blood and contamination, there has also been an increase in the number of infections and or outbreaks in other countries and within the United States over the years. And those numbers are climbing and we are seeing those increases with the younger generation and those whose immune systems are weak are too weak to fight off infections. Viruses are different because some of them are incurable versus a bacteria, depending on if it's caught in time, can be cured with medication and it clears up. 
Blood transmitted diseases that are not curable, that shortens the life expected rate of a woman, man, or child, and elderly are harder to treat and are detected late at times. There is also a number of evidence that has been found linked to the improper way of handling blood and the disposal of any devices and or materials that has placed those within the healthcare field also at risk up to being infected with contaminated blood. Williams Chamberlain, 2002. Now we're moving on to the introduction. Bloodborne pathogens are considered to be bacteria or viruses that attack the bloodstream. Some of these pathogens turns into diseases depending on how it was transmitted. Some of the most common bloodborne transmitted diseases are as follows: human immune deficiency virus, which is HIV and hepatitis virus. Once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. Taking a closer look at some of the most common diseases, there's immune deficiency virus HIV, which is a retrovirus, a part of the lentivirus family, which is a great, which is an agent of acute immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS. There are almost 1.1 million people in the United States that are living with the virus in about 38,000 new cases alone every year. There are people that are living with the virus and don't know they have it. Jason, David, Donald, and Lee May, 2007. HIV and AIDS are transmitted by blood, blood transfusions, contaminated materials that was used or used to either transport blood, sharing needles, sexually act- activity, and transmitted from mother to child during childbearing. There's a new epidemic when it comes to the virus, which the numbers are increasing in groups such as the LGBT community and heterosexual ethnic groups by region, regions and those who, who infected by but don't know it. CDC 2015. There was a total of 1,122,900,000 adults and young young people living with HIV and out of those 162,500, which about 15% have not been tested and diagnosed. Hepatitis virus is a type of blood disease. That's an infection, which causes liver inflammation and damage. The various types are A, B, C, D, and E, but the most common one is hepatitis B, a hypo, hepo, Hepatitis and RNA virus that shares characteristics of of the popcorns iris family. Zuckerman, two thousand one, is Z U K E R M A N, two thousand one. This virtual this virtual blood disease is transmitted by blood products, mother to baby. 
Sexual Activity by Anal or Oral Sex, CDC 2018. There are 2.2 million people that are affected with hepatitis B until recently the case was decreasing, but there were a total of 19,800 cases of HBV, hepatitis B virus increased in 2013 from 5% since 2012, which is an estimated of about 850,000 cases. HA, United States Health and Human Services. These diseases are increasing because the number of people that do not participate practice safe and protective sex, mishandling of specimens that contain blood and the lab proper protocol of handling blood is not always followed. And then the blood from blood transfusions are not always checked thoroughly for any type of virus that may infect a person's blood. There is also the mis- miseducating miseducation methods that are not always shared properly and correct correctly with the general public on awareness and treatment methods and preventative methods that can put certain restrictions on the use of alternative methods. The in-text citation CDC 2015 and AIAZUDDIN and SAFRAF SARAF 2012. 46,352 HIV infections within the United States due to IDU injection drug use. There are certain restrictions and other barriers that these are due the requirements for a prescription medication and legal needle, legal needle possession and having access to clean syringes and or needles. The purpose of this study is to assess whether bo- blood-borne transmitted diseases increase once again this podcast is for educational purposes only not intended to treat cure diagnose or prevent sicknesses illnesses or disease or mental health issues if you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family please consult with your medical doctor first and i'm your host sharita burry a holistic talk now we're coming to the final conclusion which is methods A search was conducted using Center for Disease Control and Prevention 2015, 16, and 18, and also the National Center for Biotechnology Information, PUDMED, ACHS, American College of Healthcare and Sciences Library. The search words used was HIV, AIDS, hepatitis, blood-borne pathogens, blood-borne disease, and HIV prevention methods. Each reference search showed a complete list of peer-reviewed articles, publications, pamphlets, textbooks, blogs, and published journals. Conducting a search on the web itself by using Yahoo and Google search engines, there was also other studies that showed reliable data that was conducted in various states within the United States. The information provided many ways people, healthcare workers, children, and even athletes have transmitted these diseases and how it has either decreased or increased throughout the years. Once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. So, some of the classes that I had to take for this 
um, research paper was anatomy and physiology one and two, integrative path pathology, pathosology, or psychologically, psychology, psychologically, it's all the same to me. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, some of the other classes and courses that I took was um, just to let you all know, advanced applied holistic nutrition. Um, graduate topics in holistic nutrition, botany and plant identification for holistic practice, advanced herbal material, medica. Also had to take a master's capstone um, um, project and I had to do a master's capstone project. As everyone know, when you take a master's degree, and before you um, complete your degree, you have to do a thesis paper or some people call it a capstone paper. So you have a huge project you had to do. So I had to do a huge project along with a PowerPoint. I also took aromatherapy science. And I also took um, assessments and integration uh, research. So I had to do a lot, a lot of research. This this um, for my master's class, I did a lot, a lot of research Um in this um, course, some of the other extra courses I took was how to practice herbal medicine legally in the United States. Um, a basic blogging course, gain leads and clients for your holistic health. So that's just some of the courses that I took. Just wanted to share with you all on today. Uh, let's see. Did I miss anything? Oh, it also took aromatherapy one. So I took aromatherapy science and aromatherapy course as another aromatherapy course as well. So it was exciting. It was exciting. Just wanted to share some of the things that I've um did over the course of the year. Um, so once again, I do have a master's degree. And complimentary alternative medicine, just in case you want to know, how do I get all this information? Where is this research coming from? Because Sharita had to write so many tons and tons of tons of research paper. And not only that, when I also have a degree in psychology as well, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology as well. So when I was in my psychology class, I had to write tons and tons and tons of research papers and thesis statements and thesis statements and um what was a little bit different from my master's and my bachelor's with my bachelor's class I think we had to do a project one I think I had to do one project was a group project so that was kind of fun with some of my um classmates not too often we had to do it but it was fun but nonetheless, this is part one, Bloodborne Transmitted Diseases. This podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. That's right. So this is research, Bloodborne Transmitted Diseases. Another research I did, the purpose of this research study is to assess whether blood-borne transmitted diseases increased. So, thank you all for tuning in today. We will be back with part two. And part two, we will go over the results. And we will go over the discussion. In this one, I did not do a recommendation. I just did the abstract introduction, methods, 
um, results in the discussion. Oh, yeah, I did do, con but I, I compacted the conclusion and the recommendations together as one so that it can, I kind of shorten it a little bit. So we're going to go, go over that when we come back with part one. We're going to do once again the results, the, con um, the discussion and the conclusion and the recommendations together when we come back with part two so once again this podcast is for educational purposes only not intended to treat cure diagnose or prevent sicknesses illnesses disease or mental health issues if you're making any lifestyle changes to yes health and wellness routine for yourself or your family please consult with your medical doctor first and also when we come back with part two i will also give all of the references to all the publications and or if they have a website for the publication, but not some of these you um, are published journals and um, publications. So you will actually have to go and look up the journal either on PubMed or Minds. I think it's Mindscaper, but it's PubMed um, or the CDC to find some of these um, published journals. Some of them are peer reviews. Um, you may find them on um the peer reviews you may find those published uh, papers on PubMed um, but once again I will give all the references when we come back with part two so once again this podcast for educational purposes only not intended to treat cure diagnose or prevent sicknesses illnesses disease or mental health issues if you're making any lifestyle change to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family please consult with your medical doctor first and I'm your host Sharita of Holistic Talk